Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner Khan. This is the kind of marketing I need. I don't have to do all these other crazy things. I don't have to spend a ton of money on ads. I can run this kind of content marketing program and get exactly what I'm looking for. Today on episode 507 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with the CEO of Boomtime, Bill Bice. I'm going to ask Bill how consultants, coaches, and small professional service businesses can market affordably and consistently, and much more. Find out more about Bill along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Now, before we jump into this incredibly important topic with Bill, I want to tell you a little bit about how you can generate more leads, promote your products, and build brand loyalty. Jerry Mazur, the founder of Jerry Mazur Marketing, with more than 25 years in senior strategic positions in major advertising and PR agencies working with Fortune 500 companies, today helps smaller companies, startups, and not-for-profits achieve the marketing results they're looking for. If you want to achieve marketing results that are effective for your business, contact Jerry at 917-509-9906 or jerry at jerrymazermarketing.com. Now let's welcome Bill Bice. Bill is a lifelong entrepreneur, founding and or advising and investing in 27 companies. Bill is now the CEO of Boomtime, where he's tackling one of the biggest frustrations in business, getting great marketing for your company. Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Bill, how did you get into marketing as your expertise? It came from my, my own frustration of, of, you know, I've tried everything in, in developing marketing for my companies. And, you know, not shockingly, there's like this really strong correlation between the companies where we had really good focus on go to market and nailed it. And of course, that's where we got the most success. So you, you, you put all this hard work into creating a, a great offering, but marketing is going to determine whether you get the payoff or not. And so I've done everything. I've used agencies, built internal teams, and I just, just felt that there had to be a way to get the thing that, that is missing in marketing. Like in every other part of our business, we're always focused on building scale and efficiency. And marketing is just this discipline that has long, long avoided such attempts and, and that needed to change. Really, even though there's so many marketing experts out there and there's so much focus on marketing and we all know that if you don't invest in marketing, there isn't going to be good business at the end. There, there's a real irony there, right? Because the fact that there are so many experts actually sort of proves the point. Like if, if you want help with your marketing, there are thousands of options, which is another way of saying that nobody's really figured out how to do it well. Otherwise, there would be a brand that represents, I've got a small business, I want help with my marketing. And, and the brands that do exist aren't really there for your benefit. You know, Google, Facebook, Amazon, which is the channel for so many small businesses, you know, they're really just, op- I mean, amazing companies but they're just optimization machines and the optimization only works in one way. All the value extraction goes to those companies. You're, you're just not going to build a long-term sustainable business if that's your core route to market because, or, or you're handing control over to, to somebody else. So we, we need a better option if we're going to bring the kind of sophistication to small businesses that do you have to have to, to compete with, you know, what are undoubtedly much, much larger uh, competitors. So, 
what's more important, like key elements or systemization? The most important element is is consistency. I mean, the so the, the top two mistakes in marketing are, are number one, talking about yourself because nobody cares. Your marketing should all be it should be entirely about what or 90 percent of it should be about what your audience cares about. What's the problem that you're solving? How do you help them? And then if you get good at that, doing it consistently is what's going to make it work. That's the biggest challenge, particularly in smaller businesses where you tend to focus on marketing when things are a little bit slow and then they pick up and then you, you know, you just get in the cycle where where you never really get the growth that your business deserves and the lack of consistency is the primary driver for that. Okay. So is there a way to create consistency and build a system around that? Well, and I think systems is the perfect word. I mean, you've got to build a marketing machine where it's just going to happen day in and day out. And so for the kind of things that that I work on, which tend to be, you know, B2B, really high value, impactful uh, offerings, that's an area where we're showing off your expertise, where content marketing is the best route to market. You, you want to be a thought leader in your niche. So this is particularly well suited when you've got a very specific niche and, and you have a, a you know, a, a higher end offering. So this is not a volume kind of kind of deal. And if you're doing that, then getting a regular flow of, of really great content that is sharing insight and perspective, you've got to build a system around that. And by far the best way to do that, because we're getting right at the heart of the problem of, of why, why it's so difficult to do this consistently. And I've never seen companies do that internally, at least on the smaller side, unless, unless you build a team that is just dedicated to doing this, which most small businesses can't afford. So the best way to do that is, is get an outside resource that already knows your audience, knows the market really well. There's tons of great writers out there. So we, we've got a network of 300 subject matter experts, which is how we do it. And, and it's how I recommend you get it done for, for your business, because that's the thing that, that gets in the way of that consistency over and over again. Huh, interesting. And so, yeah, so what you're saying is, particularly for people that are solving problems for clients that are high value, probably mid to high cost, and involve some deep expertise to solve the problem, create content and have a system that uses the content to drive marketing results consistently. Yeah, I think it's another application of the 90-10 rule, which is if you 90% of your effort should be into in really great content, because without that, then all of the strategy and tactics behind how we're going to put that content out there just isn't going to matter. But if if we do that, if we if we have really great content and and the the way to look at this is that let's say you work with hundreds or or you know you have experience with hundreds or thousands of companies that are like your target audience and your goal is to get the the C-suite to to choose you. You have a very unique perspective and insight that even the CEO of the company doesn't have because they're in there running their one company and you have experience across hundreds of companies like theirs. The key is to take advantage of that and turn that into the expertise that you're sharing with them so that they're better off having met you, having having been exposed to your insight and perspective, whether they ever end up actually working with you or not. That turns them into a referral source, even if they're, you know, even if they're not a client. Mm, brilliant. And I have to say, Bill, as somebody who's a podcaster, where I've had hundreds of conversations with experts in various 
subject on this show, it certainly, I can reflect that it certainly provides me with a lot of perspective that somebody working with one company at a time doesn't have. Yeah. And so the, the key is to take advantage of that, which you which you absolutely do in your podcast. And, you know, most business owners don't have the love of creating content like like you have to have in order to to do a podcast. So if, if you happen to love it, that's that is awesome. Take full advantage of it. But if you don't, you you have the ideas. You just need somebody to execute on them and and, and turn them into that regular stream of content. I mean, we, we could sit down with the CEO of any company and in 30 minutes get enough great ideas for a six-month editorial calendar. The the ideas are there. It's just it's just that regular day-to-day in the trenches hard work of executing on it. Right, right. The consistency of execution. So in so in your experience, Bill, based on your own companies and then those that you serve through boom time. What have you seen work really well? So in, in B2B, LinkedIn is just is just amazing. I mean, the the algorithm is is very simple. It's like Facebook, you know, 10, you know, when it's when it started out. So it's easy to understand what's going on. And whatever effort you're putting into LinkedIn today, you you should put a ton more because it's the it's the easiest way to accomplish the thing that that I think every business needs to do, which is build and own your own audience. It's it's the asset that is most undervalued in every company, the clients, past clients, prospective clients, everybody that already knows you that you can talk to over and over again without having to pay some media company to get access to them. So those two things of LinkedIn and transferring as many of those people to your email list as possible becomes this just amazing, valuable foundational asset. And LinkedIn is the easiest way to expand that. So the way I think of it is, is LinkedIn is the ideal networking event. I get to meet exactly the people I want to. I don't have to eat high calorie food while I'm doing it. And if you go in with the same attitude that you do in a networking event, which is you're not there to give a sales pitch, you're there to grow your network and be, be helpful to that network, that will naturally turn into sales opportunities over time. Mm. And in your own experience with your own companies, where have you used this technique well, I've, I've used it. Uh, I mean, it is, it is the primary thing that that we do in in B two B. So, you, you have to sign up for Sales Navigator, and that that's how LinkedIn makes makes money off of this. But then you can develop really detailed queries to get you to exactly the right prospective clients. And you know, and there's a lot of keys that make this work really well. So you need to optimize your profile to really match who you're reaching out to and really show off why it makes sense for them to connect with you. You only want to connect with second level connections. The, the number one factor in whether somebody's going to accept a connection request from you is, is how many connections you already have in common. So sometimes you have to sort of build your way to the ideal connections that you really want. But if you do that work and you and you look at it as building a network and not just diving into a sales pitch, then you can you can easily add a thousand new connections a month every month, and in a year from now you're going to have a significant network on LinkedIn. And then if you follow through with that consistency piece, and you have regular posts going out showing off your expertise and helping people solve the problems they're having, you know, in their business in their careers, then you create this just natural funnel of, of referrals that start coming to you. It's not a short-term solution. This this is a long-term investment. There's 
I don't believe there are any quick fixes in, in marketing. The, those quick hits just don't work. You have to make a long-term investment for this to pay off. Mm. But what's an example of, of when you've used this? Well, so we, we use it for ourselves. It's the primary way that, uh, and, and it's kind of interesting because until I changed our internal business with Boomtime and started treating ourselves as a client and gave one of our marketing strategists credit, just like we do for a client, we had the same problem. We, you know, we were always working on our clients and, and we weren't doing a good job of executing on our, on our own marketing. And the moment we started doing exactly the same thing for ourselves that we do for our clients and really followed through on that consistency and constantly put out, I mean, our, what we do for our own marketing is we tell you exactly what you ought to do for your marketing. You, you can literally just go follow the blueprint and, and do it yourself because we know the hard part is actually is actually doing it. And so it, this worked extremely well for us. It's the primary way we grow is, is on LinkedIn and, and showing off our, our expertise. And it's the primary way that we, that we help our clients. And it, it took a, you know, it took a long time to figure out the specifics of how to really make that work. But, um, you know, I'm a programmer at heart. So following the data was just completely natural to me. And, it's what makes marketing a, a ton of fun because it really, it really is all about the data now. So once you realized that you needed to treat boom time like a client and use the same strategies, what were the results? So I add about a thousand new connections a month. We generate four to five new prospective clients from, uh, from my profile uh, running on LinkedIn per week. And that's where, you know, that combined with referrals from, our existing and past clients is is where all of our business comes from, and it's it's the thing I really believe in mar- in marketing, which is that word of mouth is the one form of marketing that really works, and putting all your effort behind getting people to talk about you and and refer business to you is just it's just a much easier way to to grow your business than you know what whatever the new shiny object is that that gets thrown in front of you today. Hmm. And how manageable and affordable is this for solopreneurs, for people who are consultants, coaches, or single person professional service businesses? So this is something you can run yourself. And the way I recommend doing that is treating it like the golden hour of prospecting, like a, a traditional, just what a salesperson would do for cold calling, except you're going to do it on LinkedIn instead. And if you put in an hour every single day, and go put together a, a query in, in Sales Navigator that comes up with, you know, 500 to 1,000 of, of exactly the right prospects for your consulting business. And every single day, send out 40 connection requests, day in and day out. And if you're really serious about this, you'll, you'll do it seven days a week. Um, you often get better response from LinkedIn in, in off hours. And then the key is to follow up with, with everybody who accepts a connection request and at what we see in the data is, is about six to eight percent of the people that accept a connection request, which you, you should get between 35 percent on the low end and low 50 percent on the high end if you have a, a reasonably optimized uh, campaign. And so that means you're creating, you know, 20 to 30 conversations a week. And so everybody who responds to you in any way, go look at their profile, find a way to make a deeper connection with them and and just network, start that, start that conversation. And as soon as you can move that conversation into a phone call and, and really make a, a connection out of, out of that new relationship. And so if you, if you put that hour in a day 
it is all the marketing that you will need for in any kind of uh, consulting or service uh, business like this. Yeah. And you think it's manageable in an hour a day to send out that number of connection requests and do all the follow-up? It, it is if you if you get efficient about it. So it, it really takes discipline. It, it's why I like the, the golden hour approach to it, which is you, you don't take any phone calls. You don't answer other emails. You, you really have this time period that's set aside where this is the, the only thing you're doing. And you're responding to messages. You're sending out new connection requests. You're you're going through your your target list and and you know really really getting a, a great list of people to reach out to. And then the hard part is, in addition to that, you also have to have the the content. So you need to be doing four to six activities on your profile every week on LinkedIn. And and so what we'll typically do is write two longer form articles per month. And then reuse those. And over time, so this week we might uh, pull, you know, grab another pull quote and refer to an article that we wrote uh, six months ago. One of the great things about LinkedIn is there's no duplicate content penalty, so you can keep using different, you know, different elements of the same content over and over again. So as, as long as you find a way to solve that content problem. And if if you're doing this, you know, right out of the gate for yourself, then a great way to do it is is find really great content that somebody else has written and give them credit for it, put a paragraph on the front end of it, add some unique perspective to it, and, and that will get you started. Over time, you really need to get to developing your own content. But if you want to see it working, send out those connection requests, make regular posts. And once you get a, uh, a fairly significant audience, get to you know sort of 5,000 connections and up, you will start seeing some 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 really amazing results from that. Yeah, I've I've seen people on LinkedIn that use both strategies of creating their own content and sharing other people's content consistently. And from my observation, it's pretty effective. It is. It's just and if you're if you're really taking this approach of of put yourself in the shoes of your audience, understand their problems, and and take your best advice that whatever you hold most dear, if you will give that away for free, that is the best marketing you can do. Yeah. And I, I want to echo what you've said repeatedly in this conversation, which is the importance of consistency. Because uh, I can tell you, as a podcaster, there's no way that we would have produced many hundreds of episodes without consistency. Yeah. And, and, and I would say that don't even start if you're not willing to make a long-term commitment to it. Because Although you're likely to have some some early just sort of lucky success because you happen to reach out to somebody right when they're thinking about the the issue that you address, you have to be realistic that, you know, it's going to take three months before you really start to see anything. Six months is when we really start to, to see things come together. And then it's, it's after a full year of doing this where you realize this is the kind of marketing I need. I I don't have to do all these other crazy things. I don't have to spend a ton of money on ads. I can run this kind of content marketing program and get get exactly what I'm looking for. I'm hearing from you is that depending upon the size of your business, you can find an affordable way to do this as long as you put in a modest amount of your own time consistently. 
It, exactly. And the key is is often finding that additional resource that really helps you with the content. And, and you can also get an assistant that, you know, that does somebody you're comfortable with having access to your LinkedIn account. And uh, once you've done it and really have a program around it, have them start sending out connection requests for you. And, you know, we, this is exactly what we do typically for, for larger companies starting at a, you know, about 2 million in revenue and up, because as you get bigger, what happens is, is because it works, you, you have more clients. The key is, is don't let getting busy stop you. You, you have to find the resources to, to keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. So Bill, what's your dream for boom time? My dream is to solve this problem. I, I love uh, small business. It's, you know, it's what drives innovation. It's what creates employment. And yet, if we, if we don't bring more sophistication to the marketing of small businesses, because marketing has, I mean, in some ways it's gotten so ridiculously complicated. So bringing some simplicity back to it, but doing it in a way that really lets you compete with, with companies that are you know, spending millions of dollars figuring out what works for their marketing, which by the way, is one of the best ways to figure out the right marketing for your company is, is follow somebody who's already spent all the money. You, you don't have to run all those same experiments. So solving that problem and making it so small business can grow, that's, that's just, that's something I'm really passionate about. That's great. And Bill, if somebody wants to go deeper with anything you've shared or get in touch with you, where would they go? So it's easy to reach out to me. I, I obviously love talking about marketing. I'm at CEO at boomtime.com. You can go look me up on LinkedIn and, and see uh, exactly what I am uh, talking about. I'm following in your footsteps. I've started the B2B word of mouth marketing podcast, and we just lay out in, in detail exactly the things we're talking about here. And do you have a free gift for our audience, Bill? I do. Uh, I'm sure you'll put the link in the in the show notes. The technique that we're using comes out of a book called The Challenger Sale, which if you haven't read, I highly recommend. We have a great summary of it that is really how do you do marketing with the Challenger Sale approach? And that's where the, the link will take you. And it's it's really this insight perspective driven approach to, to marketing that we have found really effective. The, the book comes out of the Fortune 500, but it, it works really well in small business also. Sounds great. Well, Bill, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau and sharing your insights. My guest today has been the CEO of Boomtime, Bill, Bill Bice. Thank you again, Bill, for joining us. Thanks, David. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. Today, we learned how consultants, coaches, and small professional service businesses can market affordably and consistently, and much more. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.